Hi, this is Julianne, and welcome back to part two of the four-part How to Pick a Planner and Use It series. So last session, we talked about why. Why are you using a planner? What are you going to put in it? So today you might be thinking, oh great, we're gonna go, we can go shopping, we can go to Etsy, or we can go to um, Michael's and pick our planner. Nope, <laughs> not yet. We got another step to do before we can actually start to decide which planner we're gonna use. And this step is again, another one people don't bother to think through, but this really governs the how, the tools, what you're actually going to use as your planner. And so we've got this why. The why defines the what, I'm sorry, the why and the what are together, but they define the when and the where. So let's use an example so we can put this together. So why, you wanna do some faith journaling and you're gonna be doing some you know, daily journaling um, based on your faith. So when and where. That's pretty easy, right? You're probably gonna do it maybe in the morning and maybe have a special spot where you're going to sit, have your morning coffee, and maybe read your Bible and journal. So the when and the where is you know in the morning, in wherever the spot is, maybe your favorite chair or your kitchen. So that's, that's pretty easy. So that helps you to see what kind of planner you're gonna need because it's fitting your lifestyle. In this case, it's gonna be pretty stationary. It's gonna stay in one spot. You might want it to be pretty and inspirational. So you're starting to get a little bit of an idea of what you're looking for. Let's think about the, um, the memory keeping. So if you're doing memory keeping, you're probably not touching your planner pretty much most of the week because instead you're out, out and about, you're taking photos, you're probably writing um, some notes, maybe you have a little small notepad, a jotter pad, where you're jotting some things that you wanna do. You're not gonna put that in your planner right away, right? Because you want it to be a pretty layout. This is a memory keeper, this is a keepsake. So you're not gonna want scribble, you're gonna wanna take your time and make it pretty. So you're probably, the when might be once a week, and the where is gonna be where your supplies are, right? So you're gonna be taking photos off your phone maybe throughout the week, and then you print them at the, uh, on the weekend, and then you make it pretty, and you put your notes in a nice pen, a nice whatever, you type them up, whatever you're gonna do. So the when and the where is different. The when might be once a week, and maybe it's in an office where you have your printer and your various crafting supplies. So that's a different kind of planner, right? It's gonna live in one spot, it's gonna be pretty, it's not gonna be traveling around, right? You don't want it to get beat up. So this is gonna be more of a pristine planner, definitely gonna have some beauty elements to it because this is something you want as a keepsake for a long time and you're gonna want it to be sturdy enough to last as something you can be handing off to people or looking back at through over the years so you really want it to be a sturdy planner. A little bit different. Now let's look at the teacher or the student planners those are gonna travel, right? So now we've got some mom uh, momentum, some movement in here. So they're going from the classroom to home and back and forth. So now that's a little bit of a different planner. This one's gonna get a little messier because things are gonna be done on the fly a little bit more. It's going to get beat up a little bit more. It's gonna be shoved into backpacks or briefcases. So now you're starting to think, okay, this one moves. It needs to be a different style planner. It might need to be more lightweight. It might need to lay flat very easily. Um, it might need to be sturdy enough to be traveled around in. And it might not be so pretty because I'm scribbling and I'm, I'm doing things on the fly, I'm writing down my assignments quickly. Or as a teacher, you might be writing you know, what happened in the day and where you didn't quite get your full lesson done and you're making jokes, uh, jotting notes and making arrows. So different kind of planner, right? Um, if you are doing the journal planner, so if you're doing journaling in a aligned planner, that's probably something that's gonna be stationary. Maybe it's something that you have at your bedside table. So the when and the where is every night, 
um, in my nightstand. It, you know, it lives there. I take it out. I write before I go to bed. So I'm reflecting on my day where the faith planner is in the morning. Maybe the journal is at night. So it lives in a different spot and it has a different when. So you see how it's starting to change what you need? It's stationary. It's not going to move around so much. And you're writing in bed, right? And possibly, depending on when you want to do it. Or maybe you write, you sit down in your favorite chair and you write with a glass of wine at the end of the day. But again, you're starting to think and you're starting to see some moods. Like if there's a planner you're going to use every night, you might have a different feel and vibe than a planner that you're using in the morning. So one might be bright and peppy and the other might be more soothing, relaxing. Kind of depends. So the when and the where starts to shape what you're going to do, what you're going to look for when you go to actually purchase your journal or your planner. So that's another thing. Um, if you're artistic, if you're doing the artistic expression, that's for another planner that probably isn't as uh, mobile as some of your other ones because again, you know, if, you, if you're doing one that before the pen, after the pen, you know, before the pen is very stationary, right? You're gonna sit with all your supplies. And I know a lot of people who do the pretty, the things that you see on Instagram, they might take their planner with them, but they don't actually write in it because things change throughout the day and they want it to be pretty so they can take pictures of it. So they're actually using post-it notes on different spots in the planner as things change. And then they're going back at the end of the day or the end of the week and filling it in so it looks pretty. It keeps that artistic expression going. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not faulting that in any way. What I'm saying is it gets used a little differently. So they may or may not carry it around. They may take a look at it, might even take a picture of it and refer to the picture through the day so that the planner can stay pretty. So if it's going to travel, it needs to be sturdy enough to not get damaged, but it may say stationary where all your supplies are, your stickers, your washi tape, your markers. It may just live there. So again, could give you some clues as to the size of it, could give you some clues as to the durability. Maybe you need a harder cover if you are gonna carry it around, but you want it to stay pretty. You might not ever make it to the kitchen because you don't want stains on it, right? If you're somebody who really wants a pretty um, planner that you can take pictures of, that, that beauty's never going in the kitchen where things can splatter on it. So be thinking, you know, if you're going to do meal planning and you want to do pretty artistic expression, do they go together for you? Maybe not. Um, the goal in the project and the to-do and the appointments. This is where things start to fall apart for a lot of people because it's like, oh, what's the right planner for this? These are highly mobile, right? They're going with you. They're in and out, and depending on what you're putting in, they might be going to work, they might be going to your car, you might be, back in the day when you actually had kids with practice, you could be going to a little league field or a soccer field. These things, they move, right? A goal in a project might not move as much. So say if you have a blog planner, that might live right next to your computer. So the when and the where might be, lives on my desk, and I refer to it every day when I'm sitting down writing my blog. So that might be different. Um, even a weight loss one might be it sits you know in my kitchen where I'm doing my food prep and I'm thinking and I'm counting calories and so it kind of lives in my kitchen. So the goal one might not move as much as your to-do and your appointments. That one needs to really kind of be with you and be accessible throughout your day. So you need to think about your lifestyle. Do you spend most of your day sitting at a desk so it's pretty stationary once you get to work? Or are you constantly going to appointments and you need to refer to it? And these things, the when and the where, or start to give you a clue as to the format. So you might want to think, oh, I'm a digital girl or I'm a paper girl, but maybe, maybe not. And there's room for both. And that's, that's I think, what trips people up with planning is it's so individual to you. Just because you saw somebody say, this is how I plan my day, you might only like one piece of that or only one piece of that might work for you. It's so individual. It's about what you want to create and what works for you. And so I want to introduce you to the idea of the hybrid planning here. 
especially when it comes to to-dos and appointments, is that you may want to have part digital and part paper. You might need to go back and forth between the two. That's what I do, and I'm a digital girl. I think my business is making digital planners, right? That's what I do. But I live with Google Calendar as a place where I track all my appointments because I have, I still have the day job, a little bit longer, three more months and I'm retired. Um, but I have all kinds of appointments for that and they change all the time and I do not like marking up my planner and cross outs and I don't like that. I want my planner, it doesn't be pretty, but I don't like it to be messy. So Google Calendar is where I keep everything because it moves around constantly and I don't transfer it to paper until later, till we're doing the week. So if you have appointments, especially if you make things like six months to a year out, you go to the eye doctor, right? And you make an appointment a year out. It, do you want to put it on paper? You might not even have the planner that covers those dates, right? So that's where you might want to have this hybrid concept of you use a Google Calendar or Apple Calendar or whatever you like to use online to track appointments and you know, big dates, things that get planned out through the year. And what I like is you can also do the repeats. So I can put people's birthdays in there and every year it's going to come up so I don't have to sit there and remember. You know, my friend's birthday actually is tomorrow, Jim's birthday. And I don't have to worry about remembering or forgetting it because it's on my calendar. When I glance at the month, there's all those birthdays. And what I like is that I can filter. I'm sorry, that's another, another dog crusade. It happens. This is real life, real video editing. Um, but you might have, you know, when I, I love the Google Calendar because I can do repeat appointments. So say I have a staff meeting every day at a certain time. It just goes in there. I can hit the repeat button where I might not put that in my planner for every single day at 9.30, I'm gonna have a staff call. I might just put a little mark that, you know, SC, staff call. So I don't have to go too elaborate. So I definitely use that hybrid planning system and I want you to be thinking about, okay, when and where, so when will I need it? If it's all the time and where is all over the place, you might need to be leaning more towards digital, something you can access on your phone and on your desktop and in your car you know, just be thinking about all the different places you might need that. And that definitely comes into play with to-dos and with um, appointments. And another thing like with Google Calendar is some people make it work, but a lot of us don't like it. It just doesn't have a good to-do tracker built in. So here you are with your Google Calendar and your appointments, and you're like, got it locked in, <sighs> to-dos. They have this thing called task. It's terrible. <laughs> in my opinion, anyway, it's terrible. It just doesn't, it doesn't work. So now you're thinking, all right, now what do I do? And that's again why hybrid planning comes in is you might want the paper so that you can get your appointments just for the week and your to-dos for the week. So you use your Google Calendar for all your major appointments, but then when the week comes, and that's what I do, so I grab my planner here. This is my paper planner, and I just go week by week and just fill it in. So that way all the appointments can change. Cookie, it's not playtime, honey. Um, I can do all my appointments in advance on the calendar, but then that week comes, I write down what they are, so they won't move as much because now I'm into the week. So I don't have as many cross-outs, I still have some. And I write all my to-dos at that point. So the paper is my appointment and to-do tracker, but I let my to-do, my appointments really live out on Google Calendar until the week of, if that makes sense to you. So the when and the where is really going to decide what tools you're going to use and what's going to work for you. If you really need to be carrying this planner around, if you really want to be paper-based, or if you want to be carrying your iPad around, um, which I, I switch back and forth between paper and my iPad. I just finished using my fall planner, which I don't know if I have here. And Cookies really, really wants to play. This is not the time to play, sweetie. Uh, let's see if I can get my fall planner up for you real quick. 
And that is what I just finished using. Let me jump into that real quick. So here's my fall planner. So give you an idea of a lot of pages in my fall planner. And I just switched from using this. I've been using this for a couple of months. Um, but this will give you an idea of my fall planner. I was doing a lot of daily planning. And so everything was color-coded by the day, and I was practicing with different styles. But as you can see, I really have a colorful daily page. And from that, I switched to a weekly layout where I still have a lot of color. Still have a lot going on, but I'm now doing a weekly layout. And I would have created it digitally, but I had so many projects going on, I just didn't have the time to create it. So I switched to paper for the time being, but I will go back to digital as I go forward. But that's one of the things I want you to know is that it's the when and the where is going to determine the how. How you're going to access this, this information, how often do you need to access it, what's your toleration for carrying your iPad around. And you know, with your iPad, you can put um, good notes on your phone too, so you can go back and forth. Maybe that's the solution for you. Or maybe it's Google Calendar and a paper calendar. You have all these options, and that's what kind of trips us up, is you have too many options, and not one thing is going to do it all. And I think people think that their planner should be able to do it all. And they want the planner with the meal box over here and the day planner over here and the habit tracker over here. And they're trying to get everything on one page. And that just doesn't make sense. And it overwhelms you. You get to your planner and you're like, oh, what am I doing? I'm doing so many things at once. Try to get it simple. Simplify it and think about the when and the where. If your meal planning is always done in the kitchen, we talked about this in the last episode, why does it need to be in your paper planner? So when I get to meal planning, I look at, um, you know, when the kids actually had practice, I would go onto that whiteboard calendar and I'd write the days, you know, away game, home game, practice, because that gave me an idea of what kind of, who was going to be home for dinner or what time, if dinner was going to be really late. And then I did my meal planning right there on the calendar. I wasn't going to go back to my planner. That wouldn't make any sense. If there was an evening appointment, I'd write that on the, the whiteboard too. So I knew, all right, this is going to have to be a quick dinner because there's no time to cook or I'm going to eat with my daughter here, but my son's going to come home really late from a game and either we're going to have to have a sub waiting for him or we're going to have to have a, you know, a quick dinner, a plate ready for him to heat up. So that lived in the kitchen. It didn't live in my paper planner. So the when and the where is really going to start to determine what your page style is going to be, how portable the item's going to be, if it's going to be digital, it's going to be paper, or if you're going to have a hybrid. So this is really important. So go back to the brain dump you did and you wrote down all the things you wanted to do, all the what's and the why's of your planner. Now add the columns of when and where. So you'll see there was blank columns. Now you're going to write when and where in there. And you're going to start to say, okay, uh, when will I use this planner? Where does it have to be? So if you're going to use it, again, for the journaling, it's a different planner. And if you're going to be doing nighttime journaling, you don't want it living with your appointments. And you probably don't want your nighttime journaling living with your faith planner. Right? So it's going to start to give you different ideas, but if you, they live in different spots, now it gets a lot less confusing as to what you're doing. You're focused on one thing with that planner. And you know, for me, like when I journal, it's always on paper. When my daughter journals, it's always digital. So you're going to have preferences, and that's what you want to be thinking. And I, the nice thing about digital is I have <laughs> way too many planners in here, uh, but that's what I do for a living. Um, but I have a ton of planners in my GoodNotes, and that's, I love that I can constantly change. So okay, we're doing this. Oh, no, we're gonna switch gears. Now we're gonna do this. So I'm working on this project. Now I'm working on my reading. Now I'm working on this. I can switch to different planners on the same device. And you might really like that. If you do something like a disc bound planner, like Happy Planner, 
um, or a, you know, a ring-bound planner, you can be taking pages in and out. So they call them, what do they call it? Uh, Franken-plan, <laughs> I think that's what uh, Heather Keller calls it, um, where she puts different parts of different planners all into one planner. So maybe in the beginning of the month, there's a couple pages of journaling, but then there's some pages of appointments, and then there's some pages of scrapbooking, and kind of all into the same planner. And you can do that, and then she separates them back out later, but while she's working on it, she has them all kind of mishmashed into one planner, so she's carrying one book, but it's serving multiple purposes. Maybe that works for you. Maybe that's your version of a hybrid planner where you have three different planners, but they temporarily live together for a short time, and then you break them apart and go do something, you know, go put them back in their respective places. So all up to you. There's so many choices, and you can't go wrong. And we're going to talk a little bit about in the next one, you know, as we get into styles, but what I want you to be thinking about is you can totally change. <laughs> be flexible with this. I don't want you to go out and have a, a, a planner graveyard because, you know, we're all guilty of that. I'm sorry, but it happens. But I still want you to be flexible and feel like you can change your planning style. So you might start working with one style and it changes. So say you know, in the summer, you're out and about more and you're spending more time at the beach and maybe you want a paper planner because number one, sand does not mix with an iPad very well. And it's very hard to see the screen out in the bright sun, right? So maybe you switch to paper and you use that all summer long, but then the fall comes and you're inside and you're cozy and you want to switch to digital because you have a couple different things. You're spending more time inside, so you want to be able to read a book and do your planning all at once so you want to have it on you know you want to have your iPad be your, your planner that's okay it's not like you bought this planner you now have to commit to it for a year you're bound to it very few people start and end with the same planner and that's okay as long as you're not investing a ton of money into your planner you know if you're spending 20 bucks or less go for it you know feel like you can mix things up and play around with it if you're doing project planning you're definitely going to be changing your planners around um, because you know I have all kinds of different project planners. So there's ones that are just on craft, but there's a different one on scrapping booking, and there's a different one on blogging, and there's a different one on podcasting. So you have different planners for different purposes. So if your goal are project-based, you can get a very specialized planner, and it has nothing to do with your appointment planners, right? So you get to mix and match. You can do digital and paper. There's no rule that says you're all digital or you're all paper. And take it from me who makes digital planners, I use paper too. It's a mishmash, and that's okay. The only rule that applies is what works for you, what will actually allow you to do what you want, what is going to help you actually plan. So be flexible, be willing to change, change with the seasons, change with as you find something better, you see a video and you're like, oh, that's cool, I wanna try that. That's okay. Um, I've been watching a lot of Michael's videos. They are now doing um, national videos, so they bring in some big people. Um, and there's a whole section on paper if you go to the Michaels and you go to the classroom and there's a whole section on paper which is all about different people and you know, how they're using their planners and you might get some great ideas from that. So reach out, get inspiration. Don't think that the Instagram photos are the only source of planning. Just because you know, the, the people on Instagram are the people that want to take pretty pictures. And there's no, I'm not faulting that in any way. I wish I had that ability. I don't. Um, but you're not gonna take a picture of a really ugly handwritten planner, right? It's just not picture worthy. It's not Instagram worthy. So that's not, doesn't mean it doesn't exist. There are a ton of that. It's just that they're not gonna take a picture of it and stick it up on Instagram because people go to Instagram looking for beauty and inspiration. They don't go for looking for functionality so much. So just because it's not out there in the, in the video world does not mean it doesn't exist. So your takeaways from this one is to add your when and your where columns now to your brain dump. 
what you know, with these things that you have in mind, when are you going to do them? Where do these things need to go or to live? Are they portable? Are they stationary? Because we're going to use this to help you decide. Because in the next step, yes, you finally get to go and pick your actual planner, but this step comes first. So I think I've gotten all of the, uh, I'm just going through my notes real quick. I got everything covered that I want to cover in this video. So next video, we get into format, layout, so paper versus digital, and actually daily, weekly, monthly, all of that good stuff. So I will see you next week. Have a great day.